Hey, Andrew. Hey, Alex. We're back again. Back again on Brazen the Outside, a podcast celebrating creativity through ridiculous business ideas. Each Monday, we answer questions like, what if, in order to change banks, you actually had to go and pick up all of your money from one bank and carry it to the next bank? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, or what if you put your entire office inside a funfair to try to attract people back to work? We are extremely smart, I think. (laughs) (laughs) This is very serious businesses for very serious business problems. So, Andrew, in this, our very 20th episode. A big landmark episode for us. I, I thought we would actually go back to our roots. Right, back to the beginning. So we're currently sitting in my parents' basement. We haven't recorded here <laughs> yeah. for quite a while. <laughs> and, and I thought we would go back to maybe an idea that we had in our pilot episode that pretty much nobody's heard. So let me pitch to you this. Do you know what I'm a big fan of? Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, I mean, 100%, yes. <laughs> I, I truly am. But also, corny yogurts. Corny yogurts are really, really good. They're really they exciting. They're really exciting. Not enough food has an interactive element within it. No, it's true. And you get that delicious yogurt, and sometimes I like to eat that first, and mm-hmm. then I'll go and eat just like the strawberry stuff, or like, like my kids like the ones with little chocolate balls in it. I'm, I'm, That's I'm my favorite too. Delicious, yeah. I like the toffee one with the toffee hoops. <laughs> Crunchy and delicious. Corny yogurts are pretty brilliant. Do you know what else is really, really good? Other meals. Yeah, that's right. Especially microwavable ones. Yes. Now, some microwavable meals are already almost like corny yogurts. You get those like curries yeah. that uh, are in two halves, but that they aren't really meant for dunking into each other. That's true. I think we can revolutionize the world by adding little dunking corners to microwavable meals. <laughs> I love it. Main meals, you mean? Yeah. So, uh, like curries, uh, pasta, whole roast dinners. Yeah. Through the medium of dunkable corner yogurts. Exactly. If we take a roast dinner as an example, you might have a little hole in the middle there for roast beef. Yeah. And then around the outside, you got a whole bunch of little corners. Not not just one. No. Not not Muller and their corner yogurts aren't innovating that they're they missing have, out on a trick yeah they have they have four corners to play with <laughs> <laughs> how how can't they see that by using only one corner they are missing out on a huge opportunity i i don't know i mean mr muller if you're out there and you want to come and commission us to do to do some mix and match yogurts <laughs> i'm totally in with that like you could have you know like you never get the 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 strawberry compote and the chocolate balls together do you that's Oh, I, I also don't understand how this hasn't happened yet, how this isn't a thing that's like a, they haven't, not even like a special edition. There isn't like, imagine how exciting it would be. I mean, I guess the problem is you have all four, you have all four corners dunkable. You don't get any much yogurt left. <laughs> you just make it big. You, oh, enormous. <laughs> yeah. like, like a, like a foot by a foot. <laughs> yeah, it's this really huge tray of stuff in there. But yeah, but imagine you've done that for savory stuff. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, gravy, mashed mm. potatoes. Awesome peas. Peas. I, I like this as um, purely fancy foods, like purely like y- you be like roast dinners, sort of occasions, you know? Yeah. Christmas dinner, Thanksgiving. Exactly. You know, stuff where it's a little bit more fancy, I think, is a, it's quite a nice idea for that. Also, I think we're going to have to investigate new shapes with more corners because I want to. F- I don't want to just have like three sides and gravy with my 
No. With my roast dinner, I I need more than that. So I'm going to have to have like a hexagonal or octagonal <laughs> thing, or maybe even some kind of like torus shaped stuff where I've got also corners in the middle that I can flip in. Oh, okay. I don't, no. <laughs> Let's start with the hexagonal idea. I feel this is now the crux of the problem here. Um, you so the idea is you have this hexagonal thing. Yeah. Each side of the hexagon, little department you can flip up into the center. Yeah. Incredible. Exactly. The torus then is like a donut shaped. Yeah. And on the inside as well. <laughs> it's also got up. stuff on the inside. And then you have like a little moat or circular river for your food. Yeah. That'd so you have for, to. That'd be good for soup. It would be really good. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Croutons, you flip it in from the middle for like the, for the soup deliciousness. Maybe it's a French onion soup. You've got one of those great big cheesy croutons that goes in there. <laughs> See, this, this solves a big problem I have with ready meals, which is you're very far away from the cooking process. Mm. Just a, a little bit too far away. You're, yeah. you're far away enough that it's easy to make, but you're so far away that there's no sense of satisfaction or pride when you make your ready meal. No. But with exactly. the hexagon or this weird Torah situation, there's so much work dunking everything into the center in the order you want you are one step away from being a chef. You're cooking at that you're, point. You're, you're, you're cooking. 100% cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could make it so that sometimes you have to like pop the little cook, like you have to fold the corners in before you actually put it in the microwave. I, I was going to so say. So you're even pre-prep. What happens if there is things, I'm trying to think of an example here, like not everything wants to be cooked for the same time or you want bits of it cold. Like maybe you don't want your peas the same heat as oh your chicken. Wow, now we're getting real advanced here. Are we insulating some of the little little corners? Yeah, yeah, we are. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've got different layers, different levels of thickness on the on the container. Right. Okay. Yeah. So absolutely, and maybe it's got like some kind of little heat reflective lid as well. This is just for main main meals. I mean, yeah, because I think the the whole point is the foldy corners. Like, I wouldn't want to also put, like, my starter or my dessert also in the one thing. Right. Okay. Although, I guess you could have rip-off corners, right? So, you get it. It's very big. <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's, like, shaped like a big star. So, there's loads of, loads of corners that you've got. And you can tear the, like, some of the corners get torn off. Oh. And that's the cold stuff. Like, oh, the melon and parma ham corner, you tear that off. And that's the starter. And then the ice cream corner, you tear that off because that's the pudding. So they're within this huge shape, you tear off two bits and that's the starter and dessert. Okay, I yeah. like that. Exactly, yeah. It's all modular. <laughs> <laughs> and then you flip in like maybe the stuff that has to be pre-prepared like last second, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't want it to congeal in there no. and become a mess. So you like, you, you chuck in maybe, I don't know, the coriander so it doesn't wilt from one pocket then you put it in the microwave and then you take it out and then you flip in the other things that you want in the order that you want them does it come with an instruction book then does it come with a little like little cookbook yeah i think it comes with a really nicely bound little little cookbook it's like um you know um man i've mentioned jelly bellies on this show so many times Mm. but you know jelly bellies you get the little instruction manual in the jelly bellies and it's like eat two apple ones and a blueberry one and a cinnamon one and it'll be like blueberry and apple pie it's like that. It's like, put them in in this order for this thing. Oh. Put them in in this order for a different thing. That's a really good idea. Because you want to design it that there's two meals somewhere within this thing. Yeah. And depending how you put it all together, it makes different things. We've actually almost just reinvented baking. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like this idea a lot. Yeah, the order in which you put them in gives you a different, like a different, 
oh man, this is, yeah, this is like, cause there's a lot of recipes that are actually just the same ingredients, but done or prepared in a different way yes, or in yeah. a different order, aren't they? This is, this is big, Andrew. It's real big. Imagine in the future, yeah. you didn't buy recipe books. Yeah. Recipe books are old, old school. Yeah. You buy Blance Watherston hexagons. <laughs> yeah. That within them have the capability to make maybe six different meals. This is blowing like Mindful Chef right out of the water, <laughs> yeah. right? He's like, who needs Mindful Chef anymore? Yeah. I get this thing delivered and, and it's like, it's almost like paint by numbers. The, yeah. the pots have got numbers on them yeah. and it's like, do three, then do seven, then do one, then do six, then stir it, then microwave it. I, I, I really want though for us to not make this too complicated. Yeah. This needs to be real fast. It's in the microwave for five minutes at most. Yeah. I, it can't be, I don't think we can ever have more than two stir stages. No. Otherwise, it's no longer a ready meal. It loses too much of that exciting quality. Yeah, because like when you, you know, the ready meal thing, the one bit of annoying prep is piercing the film yeah. before you put it in. Yeah. And like, do you know what I absolutely hate is when you have to, when it's like, pierce the film and then halfway through, peel it back, stir it and put it back on top again. Or the, the ones that have the audacity to ask you to add water into the rice. What the hell? I know, right? You're not a ready meal. You're not ready, are you? It's, that's that's the worst. Yeah, exactly, right? Like they're asking you to do a little bit of work, but not very much reward. Whereas we are we are inviting you into the space to cook the meal. You know? Yeah. You want the you want me to add water into the rice? You put a little pot of water yeah. on the, in one corner that you flip it in. A, a tiny little syringe that's like also you to flip in as well, like that. <laughs> what sort of budget is this coming in at? What does an average meal like this cost? You go and you decide, I want to buy my Christmas dinner as the hexagon. How much does it cost? I think we could license this technology to lots of different supermarkets. So okay. you're going to be able to go to like Iceland and get the frozen one, or you're going to be able to go to Little and get the the one that's exactly like the more expensive Marks Spencer's oh, one, so we, but has a silly name. There isn't, we, we're not a brand. We are licensed technology out. Everyone gets it. Yeah. I feel once you create something like this, it's, it's selfish. Hold yeah. on to it. I don't even think we should patent this. I think it's just like it's out, out there for the world. It, it's also pretty close to a Muller Corner yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. But we're multiple corners. Multiple corners and a hexagon or a Taurus. I mean, real talk, do you think Muller have patented the corner yogurt? Because that's pretty. You never see another corner yogurt, do you? I would love to be the lawyer whose job it is to go around <laughs> destroying startups who have the. The, the balls to try and make another cardio yogurt being fined millions of dollars because like they're oh that's a little bit too much like a square with a corner on it <laughs> yeah. hey Andrew do you know what I really hate what do you hate man I hate it when I I'm at work and I have something really delicious for lunch yeah and then I forget that maybe I've got a hair appointment to get my beautiful haircut <laughs> immediately after lunch and then I realize that I went to the to the local meatballs place and I've had the garlickiest meatballs possible. <laughs> and now and this I is have, an incredibly specific situation. And now this, I, this happened to you a lot. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to apologize to the hairdresser for breathing garlic meatball breath all over them. I hate that. Mm -hmm. I also really don't like it when my meeting that I have immediately after lunch is like, it's just dominated for me by the flavor of whatever i've had for lunch yeah you want to have going there with a clean nice clean breath as well yeah nice clean palate for, yeah like feeling fresh feeling crisp you want your brain entirely focused on making and closing big business deals exactly not 
Yeah. Is, is there something in my teeth right now? So this week's ad is actually from a company that is has created a product specifically for these exact wow. problems. I know. Uh, it's called Soup Paste. <laughs> and it's okay. basically soup that also freshens your breath and cleans your teeth. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, toothpaste and soup. Toothpaste and soup. It comes in a range of flavors, though. Okay. Yeah, French. I have, lo- I have a lot of questions. French onion and mint. <laughs> okay. Cream I of mean, chicken and mint. So fresh onion and mint. It must be pretty overpowering the mint to counterbalance the onion. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, cream of chicken and mint. Mm-hmm. Cream of tomato and mint. Mm-hmm. Cream of mushroom and mint. <laughs> yeah. Is is what what consistency is it? Is it the consistency of soup or the consistency of toothpaste? It's a consistency of soup. <laughs> so you, uh, you brush it into your teeth. Does does this thing come like when you take the lid off? Is there yeah. a tiny little toothbrush inside the lid that you yeah, brush your teeth with? There's a spoon at one end and a toothbrush at the other end. So you oh, eat the soup, and okay. then with the last mouthful, you just brush your you teeth. Brush your teeth with it. The liquid. Yeah, that's incredible. It. I mean, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Could you? Do you? Do the company envisage that this is going to? take over all toothpaste and soup. Like, is there ever going to be singular toothpaste or soup after this? Uh, I mean, I would hope so, because anyone who's having soup for breakfast is an absolute <laughs> madden. Well, I would suggest that they, they thought, yeah, that's, that's, that's nuts, isn't it? But I, I would suggest they maybe could branch into cereals. Oh, like milk. Minty milk. Min- min- minty milk, yeah. Yeah, minty milk. That's totally doable, isn't it? Like, we have chocolate milk and strawberry milk and banana milk. Why not mint milk? And then you don't have to brush your teeth in the morning. Exactly. I think this company's going to be huge. If people have other business ideas that they would like to advertise here, yeah, how would they do that, Alex? The best way to do that is to, is to send them in to us. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the best way to send stuff in to us is via our email address, which is brainsontheoutside at gmail.com. Uh, you can also... Tag us on Instagram, mm-hmm. Brains on the Outside. Or you can uh, give us a little tweet on Twitter, uh, Brains Outside, because Elon decided that we weren't allowed enough letters in our name. <laughs> um, what else would we want people to get in touch with the show for, Andrew? Just uh, business problems they are having. Maybe your staff's getting poached by another company, or you keep going to meetings and there's your mouth feels weird and you wish you had some like, a soup toothpaste combination. We can try and solve these problems for you. Absolute professionals we are. Completely professional. Right, on with the afternoon segment of the show. Alex, I would like to introduce you to our brand new section, Industry News Reviews. (laughs) I'm I'm super excited. Yeah. This is big episode 20 energy. Yes. So, Industry News Reviews, we're going to review industry news. Uh, We're going to go to places like The Grocer and Harvard Business Review, who, you know, constantly are talking about up-to-date big, enormous challenges real-world businesses are actually really facing. Uh-huh. And we're just going to jump in and lend a hand. I think this is a brilliant idea. I am bowled, bowled over by the fact that we're doing this for free. For free. We are incredible philanthropists. Exactly. So I've, I think we have both have in front of us an article from The Grocer. Yes, we do, indeed. It's actually a, a white paper from The Grocer um, that they have called... A masterclass. A masterclass. In how to capitalize on the universal appeal of mayonnaise. <laughs> now, right off the bat, yeah. I want to say, I love me some mayo. Um, I'm a big I mayonnaise I don't know fan. what they're doing in the Hellman's factory, 
but they're making some good mayonnaise. <laughs> they truly are. They're making some really delicious stuff there. So this, this, this article goes through a lot of good points, you know, about how much mayonnaise is used in the UK. You An know, alarming amount. A, a lot. <laughs> Half of every U- household in the UK has some mayonnaise in it right now by helmets. Yeah. Did you know that uh, mayonnaise, the mayonnaise condiment market is worth 232 million pounds a year? Ludicrous. But this is actually a good space for us to play because we can make real change, real high value change. Hellman's themselves have talked about in this article about how they are making a difference. Yes. Now, they've got some really good stuff in here. I don't want to diss Hellman's. I do not want to diss Hellman's and I do not want to diss the grocer. But I think that we could help them to take a little bit of a maybe a little bit of an outside brain approach, a brains on the outside approach to how Hellman's mayonnaise could make a difference to the planet. Exactly. It's universally popular. They've already argued. And I believe that. And we can go way beyond these ideas. So they have, they have five bullet points. So my thought is, we go through these five bullet points, and we each give an idea okay. of how to just take this to the next level, go beyond. So the first is how Hellman's meets consumer needs. And this is about how they want to provide products for every occasion. I think that like the Hellman's is really limiting themselves by just thinking about Food uses, yeah, food. Mean, every occasion is, I don't want to say it's a lie, but it's definitely like, it's not yeah. every occasion. I, I'm in the bath. Yeah. Mayonnaise is already kind of a shower. <laughs> it's already kind of a shower jelly consistency. Yeah. <laughs> Why not just pump it full of mint? So there's, there's like your standard mayo and yeah. then there's mayo with mint. And mayo with mint, you can take it to the shower with you. Ooh. Yeah, that's going to get you real fresh and creamy. You, you team up with head and shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> a similar color and consistency. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. What about ice what about ice cream? What about hel- <laughs> mayonnaise flavored ice cream? You know, you know there aren't enough savory ice creams in the world. There is like, not. Mayonnaise is one of the most savory things. Why not savory ice cream? I, uh, could I, could I argue that maybe mayonnaise would be a really good thing to have on another savory ice cream? Oh, <laughs> so if there was like a, yeah. like a roast dinner savory ice cream, you'd have mayo, mayonnaise ice cream on top of that. Like barbecue sausage ice cream and then mayonnaise ice cream to go with it. Yes. Like double up. Yeah, that's really good. So I, yeah, I think- That's really nice. Definitely breaking out of savory condiment is yeah. the, into and other things. The other thing that, that, that I'm thinking about there is like, I can't think of a romantic occasion where I would currently want mayonnaise. <laughs> but if there was a mayonnaise candle- Oh, I might be like, Ooh. hey, darling wife, do you want to come into this rose petal bath with me? I've lit the mayonnaise candle. <laughs> <laughs> That's good as well, because it's sort of like, sort of subliminally getting into your brain. What's that smell? I wish yeah. I wish that smell was edible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're associating sandwiches with romance. <laughs> yeah. This is probably a very strong, this is a good thing for Helmers to get involved with. So- Second bullet point, cross-merchandising. Well, you've already talked about head and shoulders there. Exactly. Head and shoulders, yeah. But it's like... Making the shopping experience as convenient as possible. Oh, man. I mean, we just package mayonnaise with other stuff. I, I've i been thinking a bit about this. And I yeah. remember when I was a kid, and you'd open up top boxes of cereal, and there'd be toys inside. All right. What if uh, somewhere in your jar of mayonnaise, there was like a little action figure or like a usb stick with the latest song on it you know uh, yeah oh yeah 
I like that. I like that a lot. I like the idea of like a kid digging around in the jar of mayonnaise to get a, a G.I. Joe out. Yeah, yeah. Little little Nintendo Switch cart. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's some that's some high end mayonnaise. Well, the, the random element of it is am I going to get. Oh, you're combining loot boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. There's a random mm-hmm. element. You're, you're either going to get like a DS game they found in CEX, yeah. or you're getting your Mario Strikers brand new in your jar of mayo. <laughs> I like that. That's good. But we could also like, what if we, you know, if fifty percent of households have have mayonnaise, we, we'll just package something that fifty percent of households also need, like toilet rolls, or I guess a hundred percent of households need that. But like, you just they're just packaged together. Like yeah. one of the rolls in the pack of nine is actually just a jar of mayonnaise. Oh, next point: supporting retailers on the um, high fat, sugar, and salt legislation. I feel like that's a thing that they've probably got wrapped up. Yeah, I feel that they've nailed that. <laughs> yeah. There's like stats in this paragraph, so I'm sure they've figured that all out. Yeah, 47.6% it says here. I mean, that that's is... the brand penetration of, of Hellman's, 46.7.6%. I want to say, though, 47.6% is not 100%, which is what we are aiming for. That's 100% true. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you if every nine pack of toilet rolls came with a jar of mayonnaise yeah you'd have 100 percent penetration easy what's our next bullet point offering tactical points of sale imagine mm-hmm. you are in a park mm. you have a ham sandwich in front of you you yeah. brought in your picnic you're so yeah. happy you're so excited you take a bite yeah no mail i hate that ruined it you look around you think i'll go to the tesco forgot your wallet phones <sighs> are charged can't use apple pay <laughs> luckily though in this universe, in this future, that will happen when, when Hellman hears this, there is a mayo fountain <laughs> just 20 meters away. You can walk up, put your 20p in, and get a squirt of mayo. I I, 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 I wanted to work like uh, the uh, touchless hand sanitizers that you get at the moment. <laughs> so you just hold your sandwich underneath it. It's like, <laughs> and a is, bit of mayo Is there a sensor out. being like, that is not food? <laughs> What else are you going to put under there? <laughs> Hands. <laughs> Just mouth out. <laughs> I think part of this is you can only really get mail at a shop. Yeah. You need to have it everywhere. Yeah. You want to be able to get it wherever you, like, you know, when you're at the beach, that's when you most want mayo, but you can't get it at the beach. No, you can't. There's no shop there. You need to be able to, the little, little dispenser thing. Or like if ice cream trucks not only sold Mr. Whippy ice cream, but they also sold mayonnaise. What What if uh, there was an, a mayonnaise man who came around every week yeah. with a jar of mayo for you, like like mil- like milkmen? What if in order to get fresh mayonnaise, why do they just not come around every day? And they just park up. Like a, <laughs> there's just the, the mayo van is just parked in your street. What if <laughs> Helvids sent everybody yeah. an empty jar of mayo? Okay. And there was a depot... <laughs> You could go to with your empty jar and fill up. The depot days. So 100% product penetration instantly because you have actually sent every man, woman, and child, and everybody in the UK an empty jar of mayonnaise. Are you suggesting that we nationalize mayonnaise? Nationalize mayonnaise. <laughs> Water, electricity, mayonnaise. <laughs> All the big important utilities. Yeah. Mayonnaise free on the NHS. <laughs> right. Final bullet point. Driving usage occasions. So Hellman's, I think, a lot about tapping in to non-conventional meal occasions. 
<laughs> What's a non-conventional meal occasion? I feel like that's like eating a bag of crisps at the sink. <laughs> staring out the window. <laughs> yeah. Uh, non-conventional meal occasions. Midnight snacks. There isn't enough mayo in midnight snacks. Breakfast. There's not enough mayo no, or breakfast. Breakfast mayo. May- they have never see that. really got themselves into this pickle where they were associated with, um, just as earlier, but, you know, like, um, savory lunchtime, dinnertime things. What if, what if there was a new version of mayonnaise that was a lot thinner that you could use for cereal? <laughs> it's tasted granola. mayonnaise, but it's got the consistency of milk. If there was an ad campaign yeah. that blasted this out, you know, every channel you're on, side of the buses, yeah. uh, billboards, people eating mayonnaise with weird things like their cereal, chocolate bars. Eventually, yeah. most people would be like, huh, I could try that once. Yeah, what about mayonnaise for coffee? Thin mayonnaise for coffee. <laughs> Instead of cream or milk. Instead of cream or milk. <laughs> just, like, just put a spoonful of mayo in there. Yeah, there's a lot of food that you don't like. You don't use mayonnaise on. Like mayonnaise gets used on barbecue stuff. Like a lot of leftovers get eaten with mayonnaise, yeah, yeah, sandwiches yeah. and stuff, chips, things like that. Yeah, but you don't generally eat mayonnaise with the curry or with mm. pasta. Pasta. I don't really see why not. Like you eat potatoes, like you eat like chips and stuff with mayonnaise. Yeah, pasta is still kind of this starchy thing. Well, I was thinking like there's a lot of different curries and there's a lot of different pastas. Maybe they'd like team up with like a fancy pasta chef like italian chef and that italian chef designs a bunch of mayonnaise based pasta sauces and like a curry that's like where the base is mayonnaise you get you have a whole recipe book for mayonnaise recipes but no it would be like none of the recipes would be or just dip your chips in the mayo no it would all be like here is um a souffle that is mayo-based. Mayo-based souffle. Yeah. And yeah, the, the lasagna, but instead of bechamel, it's got mayonnaise. One way, I guess, of driving this usage is more food. Another way, think of like the success. And they mentioned this in this article as well. Veganism and V-January's had. Yeah. What if there was mayo-may? Mayo-may. Mayo-mays. Mayo-may. <laughs> and the month of May was just dedicated to Helm's mayonnaise. Just mayonnaise every day. Exactly. Yeah. I think that, I, I actually think that's it. Mayo May. Hashtag Mayo Mays. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 like, is that like, part? is it like games? And like, do people get sponsored for Mayo May, Mayo May, Mayo May, Mayo May, Mayo May, I can't say it, mayonnaise? Mayo May. I, I think the baseline is, the, the base challenge is, can you eat mayonnaise as part of every meal of your day? Uh, what if we just went really big and bold and like made an additional national holiday that was mayonnaise based, where there were loads of like mayonnaise based uh, sort of things that you did on that day, well, like street parties and yeah. like, uh, like TV shows we themed about it. Yeah, you get a free jar of mayo, maybe. Yeah, you know? yeah. We go all in. Like it's all. It's like the Christmas bit of mayonnaise. It's it's a national holiday. Yeah, it's bang it, in the middle of the year. Yeah, yeah. Height of mayonnaise season. <laughs> You know, there's a lot of like mayo-related ritual and law that's been created around it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. People have to do a special mayonnaise dance. There's like a, like a mayonnaise man. We just like we, Santa. The Maypole becomes the mayonnaise pole. Like what they would need to do. Missing a trick here is they need a Santa-esque figure. Yeah, Santa comes at Christmas, gives you presents. Everyone in the country 
well, you know, typically gets presents. Yeah. They need a mayonnaise equivalent. Everyone gets mayonnaise. Everyone gets mayonnaise. Mayo it's ma- culturally, like, like in Mayo Day, it is culturally acceptable, accepted that everyone get a jar of mayo. Mom, mom, has the mayo monkey come this year? Yes, dear. <laughs> yes, Bobby, she has. <laughs> She's left mayo all around the garden. <laughs> you have to do a mayo hunt. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, could people paint the mayonnaise jars like they do eggs at Easter? Oh, yeah. It's just, it takes all the best bits of all of the, the, the celebrations and the festivities and just puts them into one day. Mayo themes them. Mayo themes them. Yeah. I love that. I'm excited that next year we'll have a, uh, have a day off for this. Andrew, that was the episode. That was the episode. That I, we've done 20 now. That what, was episode what a journey. 20. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I do enjoy looking through the grocer. I enjoy looking through the grocer. It was fun. And I, I enjoyed uh, that trip down memory lane back to... I mean, if you were one of the few people that heard the proof of concept prototype episode that included that bit, um, I'm sorry that you've heard it again, but I think actually it was better this time around. Uh, I know there are some people who've maybe heard that bit like five times now, <laughs> but I do feel like it was, we really, we really nailed, nailed it. it. Yeah. So we, we've solved, we had our idea today, you solved the grossest problems, but Alex, what if one of our viewers has a problem or a business idea they need work through? What can we do for them? Yeah. Oh, or nowadays, like if you see something in the press and you're like, this needs some outside brain thinking, you can send it through to us, right? And the best way is to do that, to do any of those things. Email, brains on the outside at gmail.com. Instagram, brains on the outside or Twitter, Brains outside. Send us your stuff. We love it. Also, yeah. please, 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 please tell your friends. Tell your friends. We desperately want a bigger audience because <laughs> we're egotistical nut jobs. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty keen for this audience situation. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, should we see each other on Monday? Yeah. Should we do this again? again? Yeah. Definitely. But until then, Alex, keep your brain on the outside. You keep your brain on the outside as well, Andrew.